Welcome to a short story reading of Grottos and Gateways, a story written and read by me, the author, Shannon Moon. And people really used to believe that stuff? She asked from halfway under her plush comforter. She was eight, going on twenty-five. With a pugnacious streak as wide as the Appalachian Mountains, her family would hike every weekend. Stuff? questioned her father, as he tugged at his prolific beard, refusing to take the bait. He was a professor of ancient history, specializing in creation myths, at Berkshire Hills College in western Massachusetts, but looked more like a lumberjack, given his tall, muscular build and ability to grow facial hair. This stuff just happened to be his life's work, and the subject of his upcoming four-book series, the first of which was being published in less than a month. Yeah, stuff, retorted the little girl, rising to a seated position in her bed as if preparing for what she hoped would be a spirited debate. The Starburns guy with the hammer. People actually used to believe he was some kind of dwarf god? That he created the universe and everything in it? Yes, and his name was, is, Starbeard. Okay, so a handful of crazies really used to believe in Starbeard, she asked, sinking back into a sleeping position. It was clear her father had no interest in losing another argument. Yes, and some still do, one of which is your very own grandfather. Papa believes in Starburns the Space Dwarf, she asked, as she shot back up in her bed. A shocked look stretched across her face. Do you think his delusions are a side effect of all those years in the mines? Like black lung, but for your brain? You know he mined granite, she assured her father as he tucked her in for the night. Now, if you'll excuse me, my editor was kind enough to send me one more round of revisions. I still can't believe Pop-Pop believes in space dwarves, she yawned, rubbing her eyes. You should ask him about it this weekend. He's driving down for my party, suggested her father, turning her bedroom light off. Sleep tight. Just before closing the door, her father heard a gentle tapping at the window. He paused and listened closely. Nothing more. Sleep tight, booger eater, he said softly. Then, suddenly, another round of tapping. Sharper this time. Angry. Daddy? whispered the little girl nervously, hiding behind her comforter. What is it? Her dad slowly adjusted the dim nightlight in the corner. He squinted and saw a pair of red eyes stretched wide between two big black wings. It's just a crow, sweetheart. Shoo! Get out of here! He ordered, taking a couple steps closer to the window in an attempt to scare the bird off. The crow was peering into the room with one red eye, its head turned. As the man took another step, the bird turned its head again, looking at him with its other eye, blood red, a blood-red pearl that stopped the man dead in his tracks. Again, the bird began chipping away at the window with its jagged beak, this time in full vision of the man. Stop it! yelled the dad. Go now! But the bird kept pecking, louder and louder, until the window finally cracked, and a spider web of shattered glass took form. Enough! 
yelled the man as he charged towards the window, waving his arms angrily. Not until the man crossed the room in its entirety and began to open the window did the crow finally fly off, cackling wildly as the cold autumn wind carried it into the moonless sky. Daddy? Grab your pillow, my heart. You're sleeping in our bed tonight. Thank you for listening.